0: It's just kind of diving in and, and starting out and not getting overwhelmed with all the information out there. Just find your first one, run your numbers, and just know that it'll work out. Even if it's not the best deal in the world, what you're going to get from learning while you do the project is, is so invaluable.
1: Like Valicia mentioned, there's so many resources to get information. You're listening to podcasts, reading books, and it's like you, you can go down so many different avenues, Airbnb, long-term rental and stuff. And I think it's important at the very beginning to just pick one and just do it and just get right into it.
2: Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life.
3: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Right Club podcast. I'm Laurel Simmons, uh, co-founder of the Right Club, and my co-host today is Francois Lantier, who is joining me from the beautiful city of Ottawa, Ontario. Francois, we have a lovely couple today who are really, you know, um, fun and full of life. Uh, Alicia Fuss and and Patrick Bobczynski in Calgary. Uh, tell us a little bit about what we heard. Tell, share with us.
2: Yes. So I love their energy and how as a couple, it really reminds me of uh, my wife and I we have been together 23 years. I don't think they've been together that long, but uh, how they're able to stay together, even though it's tough living through renovations and living with drywall dust and challenges. And as you mentioned, Laurel, they're keeping it fun as well. It's, it feels very light. You hear about investors sometimes, and it feels heavy and there's a lot of stress. This couple, I saw something very different. They're taking it in stride and giving some great advice, things you can do yourself, like backsplashes. And anyway, you have to listen to the episode and I'm sure you'll you'll enjoy it.
3: Yeah. So let's go to the uh, episode and listen in to Alicia and Patrick talk about how they lived through it,
4: literally lived through renovations um, in in their renovations. Uh, secondary suites. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Alicia. Welcome to the Right Club podcast. You guys are in Calgary,
0: correct? Yes, we are. Yes. And how long have you been there? Um, I've been here my entire life. Um, I lived in, Euro- uh, in Europe for a short amount of time, but
1: Um, I'm originally from Ontario, and I've been in Calgary now for about five or six years, I think it is.
3: Okay. And you're buying and investing in real estate together.
0: Yeah. So we've been investing for about a year and a half, and our properties are all in Calgary right now. So that's kind of the market that we know the best. And what I find really amazing is that you're still together. (laughs) That's I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it has been very challenging at times, but um, it's been awesome at the same time, too. Like we've definitely grown stronger together and closer together because of it all.
4: Yeah.
3: What? Uh, OK, so tell us a little bit about your portfolio. What are you doing? Like, Where are you investing? What are you investing? Why? All the rest.
0: So we actually just picked up a property and we got possession on Thursday. So um, we have six stores right now. We've uh, like I said, we've been investing a year and a half. So we specialize in um, properties with uh, suites in the basement that we legalize and we do the renovations on our own up until right now. We've been doing that. So we're going to be renovating this new one ourselves, too. And uh, and we self-manage our properties, too.
1: Yeah, so I take on a lot of the renovation work. We will contract out the major things for electrical, plumbing, any, any sort of major thing like that. But for the most part, I am taking on all of our, all the reno um, stuff. And um, yeah, so we mainly specialize in finding illegal suited basements and le- and going through the process of legalizing them and updating them at the same time. And the reason we do that is because... The process of legalizing an illegal suite, one that's been grandfathered in, is significantly easier than adding in a suite from scratch. It, it can be done, but uh, you have to meet, you know, X amount more requirements if you're adding in one from scratch that wasn't previously there.
2: Yeah, and can, can you tell us more maybe about what are the requirements if you're starting from scratch? I know about the furnaces. You need two furnaces, which seems insanely expensive Uh, there's other things as well
1: yeah so uh the big one like you just mentioned was the the separate heating source um so like you said two furnaces um there's also you have to have insulation and completely drywall between the units as well so in a lot of these cases like if you have a basement that isn't developed or it's just a regular basement the contractor will want to come in and they'll basically say to you we have to gut this entire thing. They're not going to work with what's there because there's so much that needs to be done in the walls, electrical-wise, plumbing-wise, uh, furnace, HVAC-wise, that it, for them, it's way better to just gut the entire basement and start fresh. Um, so, like, there's, there's definitely a lot more to jump through, whereas with this, when you're adding in um, from one that's already previously been there, you can kind of bypass a lot of the stuff, like, for instance, your second furnace or heat source, you can bypass that Um, insulation in between the units. You can bypass that one as well, too. So it saves it saves a lot of cost and time um, and allows like, for instance, like me, like I'm not a certified general contractor, but I can go in there and update an illegal one into a legal one fairly, fairly easily. Right.
0: We did our last one for about ten thousand dollars, whereas the quote for a new suite is anywhere from I, I don't know 70, 80,000 to well over a hundred thousand, so it's quite a financial difference.: Yeah So I have, how do you find these places?
3: Because um, yeah, I can't imagine that someone goes you know posts uh, or, uh, an ad or whatever it says, ah, I have an illegal the suite. <laughs> 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 I just somehow just don't see that. Them. So how do you find them?
1: Well, um, it it, it's it's interesting. It's it's almost like a gray area. So you they actually in the listing service, we are we are both real estate agents um, as well. We're licensed in Alberta. Um, In the listing service, you can actually put illegal suite into it, and you can and then for our searches that we set up, we can have an illegal suite search. And matter or sorry, uh, realtors will post illegal suites in there. Um, They they like city of Calgary. It, 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 like I said, it's a gray area. They like try to say that they're on top of it, but like a lot of these illegal suites still get posted. And sometimes one way to bypass that, if a realtor is feeling kind of scared and doesn't want to post that it's an illegal suite, what they'll do is they'll actually take the stove out of the suite in the basement and they'll just say there's a kitchenette in the basement, not a whole full suite down there. Because according to City of Calgary, what makes a suite... A suite in a basement is actually the stove in in that unit. Yeah, you can have a full functioning kitchen with a fridge and a sink and everything, and it could be considered almost like a wet bar, right? In a basement, as soon as you add that stove in, that's when they consider it a kitchen, and that's when you have an, an illegal or suite in the basement, basically. Wow,
2: so huge opportunity for investors. to, as you mentioned, ten thousand dollars—that's like a drop in the bucket. That could just be appliances. Totally. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So what What would you say to people starting out? Because you've been doing it a year and a half. So you remember the early days, like what was your first project or how would you start?
0: There's I had so much to unpack there. I think like I, it's just kind of diving in and, and starting out and not getting overwhelmed with all the information out there. Just find your first one, run your numbers and just know that it'll work out, even if it's not the best deal in the world, what you're going to get from learning while you do the project is is so invaluable. So I, I think, yeah, just diving in.
1: Yeah, exactly that. And like, like Valicia mentioned, there's so many resources to get information. You're listening to podcasts, reading books, and it's like you, you can go down so many different avenues, Airbnb, long-term rental and stuff. And I think it's important at the very beginning to just pick one and just do it. And just get right into it because you can sit there and you can overanalyze for, you know, weeks and months on end. But if you just get into one and start to do it, um, you start to get a feel and you start to realize where exactly you want to head with it, right?
0: Yeah. And everyone's going to tell you, you know, things, it's not a good time or something's not going to work out. There's always a way. Like right now, people are saying uh, interest rates are too high. Maybe it's a terrible time to buy real estate. We just bought one. Like you can, you can still make it work. There's, uh, There's always a way. There's different avenues. Um. Yeah. Like I said, it just comes down to your numbers. It's really interesting what you say about interest rates because
3: in the in the real world, when interest rates go up, most oh, not most, but a lot of people get scared, so they don't buy. Therefore, there's more inventory, which may actually bring some prices down, which is a great time for investors to buy. Right? Oh, totally. Maybe. Yeah. It's yeah, it's exactly. Looking at it the right way and going well. You know, well, I not so bad that interest rates are going up um and we all know that interest rates have been ridiculously low for years now and mm-hmm. they're coming
0: back to more what i call normal rates yeah and the- on the on the flip side of that too it, it kind of stimulates the rental market as we all know the rental market is really hot right now people are kind of priced out of the market so they need somewhere to live and we've definitely seen that
4: we're going to take a quick break from the show
5: Right, Club Nation, let's take a quick minute here to meet our sponsor for the week, Blackjack Contracting. They've been serving Niagara, Hamilton, and Brantford areas, and for the past three years, becoming the area's largest basement suite renovation specialist. That's right. And Blackjack works
1: with real estate investors, both new and experienced, converting single-family homes into multiple legal suites and renovating properties to achieve their maximum potential and value.
5: Absolutely. And they've completed over 100 units from Brantford to Niagara Falls and everywhere in between. They handle everything from permitting and design to final cleaning before you list your rentals. And they also have fully licensed electrical contractors certified with the ESA and take jobs of all sizes.
2: Make sure to check them out
5: at blackjackcontractinginc.ca and also follow them on social
4: media at Inc. And they say investing can sometimes feel like the
1: biggest gamble of your life. But when you have blackjack on your side, the house always wins. So now, back to the podcast.
4: And now, back to the show.
3: What would you say is the, the biggest renovation you had to do in, in one of your yeah. uh, units that you bought?
1: Um, well, the, the one we're
0: doing right now. The train
1: along right now. So So, as as Alicia mentioned, we just we just took possession last week um, and I I just finished gutting a lot of the not gutting, but like taking out a lot of the basement and it's going to be fairly extensive. Um, So like we're redoing the kitchen, redoing the bathroom, redoing all the flooring. Um, We're not really redoing the layout. We're just updating them, but it requires taking a lot out and a lot of work. Um, So the one we're currently doing is definitely the most extensive. Other than that, it would be our first one which we got a year and a half ago, where it was it was kind of a similar situation. We didn't, we didn't update the layout because on that note, when you start to update the layout of an existing suite, the city of Calgary might come in and say, well, you've changed too much now. Now we're not going to consider this an existing suite. Now we're going to consider this a new suite. And now we're going to make you meet all the criteria of the new suite. So the, I think that's important to point out is that in these suites, we're not updating the layout overly. It's more of an update of the finishings, the new counters, new backsplash, you know, new bathtub surround in the bathtub, maybe, right? So, our one right now, to go back to your question, definitely our most extensive. Other than that, our first one.
2: That's great, though. So, you started with a hard one, then you had kind of a, um, and I know some background information. So, your second <laughs> one was an easier one, let's just say, like a, more cosmetic, kind of uh, lipstick flip, yes. <laughs> uh, which yeah. is great. Yeah. You got a bit of a rest, and now you're back at it. Are you? I'll be a bit indiscreet. Are you moving into that one? Or are you staying where you're living right now? Because that's another uh, special part, Laurel. You didn't know about, but uh, Patrick and Alicia live in their in their flips or their properties uh, sometimes during the renovations. So
0: yeah, so. Um luckily we're not going to be moving into this um (laughs) we can't live through another one no if we had to we would but it definitely was pretty chaotic and uh we're kind of going back and forth but unfortunately it's completely across the city so it is quite a trek to get over there um but yeah we're definitely gutting the entire thing like we don't have a working kitchen in there right now and out of the two kitchens and it's just definitely not livable at the moment um so it's nice being able to stay where we're at and not have to deal with any dirt, dirt and dust and whatever else.
1: Yeah, I and like Francois had mentioned, like the the first one we lived in, and uh, yes, it it was very stressful at times. Um, living out of boxes and moving the stove in and out of the living room every once in a while to moving it back into the kitchen to plug it in and cook a meal, but <laughs> like, um, it was very stressful. But uh, it, it was worth it though in the end, and like I don't think we regret. We regret that at all like it was um, it was a big learning experience and it, it challenged us not only like on uh, like professionally but also like our our relationship as well too right um so yeah so fortunately this one where we're gonna stay where we're at right now and just work on that one and slowly pick away at it here
0: we're on a bit of more of a time crunch though because we feel the pressure of the carrying costs now um so we definitely want to you know get it done as fast as possible yeah and so a thought just crossed my mind here. And um, when you were talking about
3: uh, like doing the actual work yourself, what would you say to someone though, who who doesn't have any any of the where any of the skills to actually you know do it, or or the time? I mean that, that's not fair. Maybe you have the skills, but you don't have the time because a lot of people are really really busy and they'd like to do something like this. But hey, it's it's. It takes hours and hours of your own time to do this work, right? So, yeah. what would you say to someone? Is, is it still worthwhile doing it? Um, because you're going to have to get people in to do it for you. Your costs are going to go up. Um, what advice would you give to someone?
1: So, I, I think in that scenario, and this was this was exactly why we moved into the first one was because we we didn't know how long it was going to take. I had ambitious goals, but it, it and I have a a history and a past of like doing a lot of labor and construction and stuff, right? But this was all a new beast. And, and we had the same worries at first too, like, are we going to have enough time? Am I going to be able to do it all? And I think in that scenario, like if you really want to do the work yourself and save yourself the money, that you almost have to move into the property and you have to sacrifice living in the construction zone. Because you're not worried about carrying costs, you're not worried necessarily about how long it's going to take. Like you can pick a way at it slow over time if you need to, if that's all if that's all your you know your time allows you to do. Um, and you're not worried again about the the closing costs. I think so. I think moving into it can be very powerful um, in terms of somebody who's new and wanting to try it out, right?
0: And I think I think YouTube, in terms of resources for learning, YouTube is really great. Like if it was just me doing this property, I'd have no idea what I was doing. But I think even if you can just save money by doing little bits and pieces yourself and then call out the rest, I think finding good contractors is the most important thing. Like we know that we're not going to keep doing properties on our own. We know that if we want to scale up, it's not going to be a renovation here, one there. Like we know that we're going to build the team. So I think starting out by finding that team is going to be the most valuable way to go about it.
2: And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Do you have a message that you would like to reach a captive audience of thousands of real estate investing focused people with? then you should be sponsoring the Right Club podcast. We currently have some pre-roll and mid-roll spots on our weekly podcast, which is consistently in the top 100 Canadian podcasts for business and investing, and in the top 1.5% of all podcasts globally, according to Listen Notes. Our audience wants to hear from you. Edison Research found that 67% of podcast listeners enjoy hearing the ads, compared with just 6% for TV and radio. The WARC report said that 78% of listeners are comfortable with hearing ads on podcasts to support non-paid content. To find out more about availability and pricing, get in touch with Catherine nelson Riley, operations manager at catherine at therightclub.com. And now back to the show. Yeah, and what would you say are your biggest cost savings? So yeah, moving in. Alicia, you mentioned something interesting there, like little things like changing light fixtures or what, what do you see people doing? Like, I I know what my wife can do. She can replace toilets and stuff and tubs. And I'm like, I I don't know what to do with this. (laughs) I can do the light fixtures and the plugs and all that, but.
0: That's worth something too, for sure. Yeah, um, I think maybe even uh, backsplash. I don't know, countertop flooring, something like
2: that.
1: Sorry, are you saying like what we can do that would save a lot of money? Is that is that what... Uh, is that- yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah little, oh, okay. like little tasks that some people might think it's complicated, but maybe it's actually not that bad. Like a toilet, I'm kind of exaggerating. I've replaced toilets. <laughs> it's not that hard with the the wax seal and everything. So maybe there's little things people don't think about. You can do yourself to save, like maybe the demolition and then you have a contractor... Do the finishing work or?
1: Um, Yes. Um, Okay. Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, The demolition. Definitely. You can do that. I, I will say though, with that, like, cause as I'm, as we were tearing stuff out, for instance, yesterday, I'm thinking about what needs to be done to bring it back together. And I'm only tearing to a certain part. Right. Sometimes like if you're just demoing, not really knowing how it's going back together, you might take out too much or you might, um, you might like handcuff yourself later on in the project, right? Um, one thing I, I think that's super easy to do, painting. Painting always makes a huge difference. That's, you know, it's super easy to pick that up, pick up a paintbrush and, and go at it and learn, right? Um, another thing that's slightly more complicated, but actually not too, too bad is flooring. Um, flooring these days with your LBPs and your laminates and your click together grooving is actually fairly simple to put together and install. Um, I would say it's a beginner to intermediate level, but uh, that's something where you could definitely save on labor costs of a you know a company coming in and doing that and doing it yourself, right?
3: It sounds to me like if you're just getting started in this and you're not quite sure even if you want to do some of your own demolition, um, it might be smart to get someone in like who's either done it before or a contractor just to give you a. Sort of an overview and say, you know, it's great to pull that, you know, that's paneling down, but do be careful, don't, don't, don't knock out the uh, supporting beam or something like yeah. that, whatever it is, right?
0: Right? Yeah, know yeah, that's that's great advice. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. That, well, and, and on that same note, like, um, I had mentioned that I did a lot of construction in the past, and uh, it it was actually on part of my family, the other side of my family, but um, they owned like a construction business. And I have a cousin that's my same age who's been in that business his entire life. And I was on the phone with him constantly on our first project, asking questions along the way. What needs, what should I do here? Sending pictures, like, should I do this? And um, so I, I think that's very important. What you just said is like having somebody that you can lean on and ask those tough questions because there's gonna be a lot of them. And especially your first time doing it, like you're gonna come to situations where you don't exactly know where to do or what's the best thing to do here. Right. And having those conversations and making those decisions on your own is, is can be very, very scary. And, um, especially in the beginning. So having somebody to at least reach out to and talk to and FaceTime, maybe to be there right with you, uh, definitely, definitely helps.
3: Okay. So let's get to the real, come on. I I really want the dirt here. You're, I mean, you're a couple. You're working together, and you, yeah. you mentioned you brought it up. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not <laughs> thinking out of school here. uh, that it can be really, really stressful. And I know with Francois and Jennifer, his wife, it's stressful, right? Mm-hmm. My husband and I, like, working together as a, as a couple is it, it, it brings a whole bunch of oh, little minefields that you're maybe not aware of be- as, before you go into it.
4: So, what is your what would be your advice on working together with, with your life partner?
0: I think for us, we're very fortunate that we're both on the same page in terms of both getting into it at the same time. I know that doesn't happen for everybody. Sometimes you have to kind of convince the other partner. So both of us really are interested in it and we both want to make it work. So having both of us devoted to it really helps. Um, I I think. Communication, knowing each other on a personal level, if you don't before this, you're going to after renovations, and that sort of thing. <laughs> so but knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses, what are what are we each good at and how can we help that along? He's really good at, at managing projects, uh, figuring out what we need to do, planning things out. Um, and I'm good at you know the social media side of it, networking, all of that. So we support each other, but we let each other do what we're good at.
1: Yeah. Uh, communication. Alicia mentioned it. Communication has been the biggest thing. Like at the, at the end of the day, especially right now, like we're in the thick of one right now. At the end of the day, when we lay down in bed, we'll talk some a lot about the day. You know, okay, this is what happened today. This is what I'm thinking about this. How do you feel about that? And we try to get each other's a really good feel, I guess, for each other. And like, are we happy with how things are going? Can we be switching? Can we be doing things differently? Are we happy to rip out all of that flooring and put brand new flooring in? Is that going to make no budget costs go way up? Um, So communication has been huge, huge.
0: And I think we have an extra layer of difficulty because he works away, you know, three weeks out of a month and I work a a nine to five job. So most of our renos are done either one week of the month or in the evening. So it's definitely difficult. And and I think we have to make a a big effort to kind of spend some time outside of the renovations, just enjoying each other's company and doing something to get our minds off of it, because that's going to keep us sane in the end. (laughs) I would imagine too, if
3: you're, especially if you're living in it, you got to get away and just take a break and and just become a couple again and just, you know, there is life outside of real estate. I know people listening to this are saying, oh no, there's not. Oh yes, there is. The reason we're into yes. <laughs> do the things we want to do with our lives, right? It's not all about the real estate. Yucky. Anyway, let's go to our right lightning round. These are um questions that are designed to shock and and no, I'm I'm kidding. They're not gonna shock. They're <laughs> <an> easy, easy <laughs> questions. <laughs> Sounds
5: good. And it is pretty, pretty straightforward. Just m-t-g-t-e-a-m and check out their website butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com and let's go to the lightning round so um i'm going to ask what's the what's the best advice
3: you've ever received from someone whether it's a mentor or an inv- another investor or at a networking event?
0: I would say not getting distracted by too many different strategies, just focusing on one and getting really good at it.
1: Um, And then mine, Um, I'm going to go with something a little different here. It was, uh, it was a piece, it was almost a quote I had heard a couple of years ago, and it was, luck is what happens when opportunity meets hard work. And I, I I truly believe that, and I think that you know a lot of people will say, "Well, you've got your third property a year; you're lucky." But it's like we've worked very hard, and the opportunity has come, and we've been prepared for it. It's a good one. Yeah, I love it. You've yeah, you've positioned
2: yourself to be ready for that luck. Let's just say in brackets. So yeah. I love it. Great yeah. advice. Uh, so question number two: What is your favorite resource for real estate investing? It could be anything: a book, training, a p- person, event. I heard YouTube earlier. Maybe you have some other ideas.
0: Um, I would say Instagram has been huge. We got an Instagram account even before we started investing and just networking, the resources, the tips, projects, everything that people share on there is amazing for real estate investing.
1: I'm going to date myself a little bit here and say Facebook. (laughs) Because um, the, the groups and the networks that you can form with other investors on Facebook is... Very, very powerful. Not only that, the marketplace, we just purchased used appliances in very good condition off the marketplace. It's Facebook, honestly, and I know it gets a lot of hate. Like everyone wants to say they're not on Facebook, but like it is a very powerful tool still. Very powerful.
4: All right. Question number three Why are you doing this? What's your
0: why? I think it's, it's pretty similar to what a lot of people would say, which is the financial freedom. And it's not necessarily. For the reason of not having to work, we both enjoy working. we're both very hard workers. It's more so being able to work from a beach or choose when you work or choose what you work on.
1: Yes, definitely the, the financial freedom like what it is for for most investors like we just we don't want to work we're, we don't want to work for anybody else but're realizing that and we both want to be our own bosses and determine like determine our work schedule and how hard we are working and knowing that it's going towards us.
2: That sounds amazing. Can't wait to see you guys in Costa Rica in March, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you try we'll beach, need that by then. The beach lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, so question yeah. number four, what do you typically do on a Sunday morning?
0: So if we don't have any renovations going on, it's going to be a little different right now, but um, usually we'll go to the gym, we'll have some breakfast and and the gym is really important to both of us. It helps us uh, de-stress and it's, we're both very passionate about fitness. So it's definitely a good way to start the day.
1: Yeah, the, the gym on a Sunday morning is an awesome way to start mm-hmm. the day. Maybe a little bit of a sleep in, which for us has been about 7.30 a.m. Yeah. lately. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then the gym.
3: Well, that's yeah, great. I mean, yeah, of course. Exercise, just even getting up for a walk around, going around the block. If if you've got a problem <laughs> or you're just feeling like the, the, the ceiling's caving in, then you just get out, change. Just change your... Your environment and it makes a huge, huge difference to your to your mental health it and does. solutions you come up with. So for you guys,
0: that's great. Alrighty, how can people reach you? So we're most active on our Instagram, which is Heels and Hammer underscore, and then we're both on Facebook, like he said, uh, or LinkedIn. Alicia Fuss and Patrick Bobzinski. All right. Any any last words for? For right-click listeners? I think uh, surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to be doing and and just change the people you're around so that you can start changing your life.
1: Yeah, exactly that. It's the, the people around you will influence you the most. And, I you know, we hear that so often in a lot of the, the books we read, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um you know all those types of books and and it's true though it's very true when you're around that type of people and you're absorbing that type of information every single day that's what what you will know to become normal
3: all right super thank you both so very much for joining us this was really fun um it it sounds like you're having fun yes i know it's hard work but hey (laughs) because something's hard work it's fun fun (laughs) um and, and the, We're having
1: fun. We're having fun. <laughs>
3: that's really, really important. And the results are, are showing up and that's, what we, that's why we
4: do this. So thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, thank you very much. So Laurel, what's your key
2: takeaway from this interview?
4: My key takeaway
3: is if you love it, do it. It really like they're having so much fun and keep it keep it fun. The minute it becomes a horrendous amount of work and you're just so stressed. It's the time to get out because it's not worth it. There's so many other things in life that you can you can do. Right. You know, real estate is one way that we create wealth. There are other ways. And if you don't enjoy it, if you hate it, if it's a struggle,
2: don't do it. I love it. Great advice as always. And to our listeners, make sure to give us a rating review for this podcast and share it with someone that it will help. Maybe there are couples, you know, they're struggling, they're having stressful times. And Patrick and Alicia, I thought were really inspirational and kept it light and fun. And that's what it should be. I mean, life is an adventure and so is real estate. So make sure to stay tuned for our next podcast. And we have one every week. So Laurel, what do we say?
3: Oh, we say customize your life. And that's what we're doing through real estate. And don't forget to go to the rightclub.com, sign up, and there's all kinds of great content there for
2: you.
4: So until next time, have a great week.
2: Cheers.